Anna Demer, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today. It seems fitting that we end the year by talking to you about the future of business schools and, and the recession. Um, it has been a, a tough year with a global recession. How has this impacted on business schools? Um, as I mentioned to quite a few people already, this is not my first uh, crisis in business schools. In fact, when I go back in time, this is probably my fifth one after the uh, recession in 1992 or the Asian financial crisis in 1997, the dot-com burst in 2001 and others. And in some sense, this crisis is not so different. Uh, we see for, difficulties for our students to get jobs. We see rising applications for the degree programs. And we also observe that companies are looking for creative uh, bespoke programs or other forms of executive education, which actually gives us as a newcomer in this field of executive education quite a lot of new opportunities. But this crisis is also a little bit different. And the difference, in my opinion, is that we suddenly are confronted with a lot of questions about the role of business in society. We come probably out of 30 years of uh, easy sailing, uh, where even when the economy was not that good, the fundamental role of business in society was not challenged. When you open up even the Financial Times today, which is obviously a, a newspaper that supports business, you see quite a few of articles that actually challenge how business people have actually um, reacted to this crisis, how they um, uh, play a role in society, uh, etc. And that, of course, immediately leads to a very important question for us business schools. What is our role, really, uh, in the future? Now, I know that you've put a lot of creative thought into that, which is why I'm talking to you today. But, but also, students have changed their expectations because they, they want to take on these global cha challenges of sustainability. They want to be socially responsible, too. That is indeed correct. The students that we get today are still focused on business. They still come here because they want to have a good degree to will prepare them to take a job in business. But they actually are much more interested in what's going on in the context. I mean, it's uh, probably fitting to say on this uh, Friday, uh, just before Christmas, when people are sitting in Copenhagen and trying to work out some kind of deal, uh, it, it's fitting to observe that our students really are engaged in society's problems. They want to help improve the world. And, yeah, on their, in their own small little way, which means that for us as business schools, we need to be, pre be prepared to look at uh, business problems in the context of larger society. You cannot focus it only on marketing or finance or organizational behavior, but you have to actually ask yourself the question, as a business leader, how do I operate in the total context of society and how does what I do contribute to, Im to improvement of society at large. To give you a, f a very simple example, and again fitting because we are uh, sitting here on while they're making this deal in Copenhagen, um, we can explain to business what um, the trade of carbon caps and carbon rights would be. And the mechanics of that are quite easy to explain. But in fact, as a business person, you need to understand what governments think about uh, global warming, how governments look at the carbon uh, footprint, and how they are trying to shape policy together with business. Because we all know it. If tomorrow we are very happy that governments have decided that we cannot let um, the temperature rise by more than 2%, who is going to have to do it? 
Who is going to have to implement this? It's not by declaring some standards that we achieve. It's, it's by people in business coming up with creative solutions, but solutions that fit society. And that's the reason why I start saying that we perhaps have to mentally get a little bit away from this idea that we're a business school. We're a school for business, i.e. we need to provide all the inputs, all the great ideas that future business leaders need to have to operate in that much more complex world. And that indeed is relevant to Cambridge and, and the role of innovation that Cambridge has always had throughout its history and indeed it's its 800th year this year. So, so your business school is going through that same evolution, is it, Arnold? It's probably even more than an evolution. We need to actually go quite rapidly towards a new model of what education for business leadership is all about. Um, we're in actually in a, such a great position here in Cambridge because when I need somebody who talks about ethics or about innovation or about bioengineering or about global warming, I can always find within this university a specialist on it. I can always find somebody who has made that the core of their research interests. Bringing in these people in the business school and integrating them in our business school curriculum, uh, that is actually going to be a, a real challenge, not for today, but not for three years from now either. We will have to, in the coming months, uh, implement that. And as I said, I think we're so lucky to, sitting, to be sitting here in Cambridge because we can really mobilize these other people. And then we'll have to be innovative. And you pointed it out, Cambridge is the cradle of innovation in many cases. And that's the good news about this university, that we will be able to experiment, that we will be able to come up with cross-disciplinary, uh, cross-department solutions, probably, for the problems that our students are wrestling with. Now, you mentioned Copenhagen, and, and the evolution of Cambridge has always been value-laden as well. So, so do you think that, in a way, you're, you're a pioneer as Judge Business School in bringing new cultural values into business and looking at the role of business schools and changing? I do strongly believe so. I, I think we're so well positioned uh, to become that school for business where you bring whatever the business leader needs to learn. If it's marketing, it will be marketing. But if it's ethics, it will be ethics. And I think this value of interdisciplinarity is so fundamental to the collegial system here in Cambridge. So, yes, we are actually in the right position uh, for implementing that given the values of excellence of the values of innovation and the values of interdisciplinary effort that are so typical here for um, Cambridge. And then you've heard me before talking about collaborative leadership. Um, I also think we will need to learn to work in a different way with people in the society in which we are operating. There are people in government or in NGOs or in non-profit organizations, they don't want to be told off by uh, business people about you have to do it this way or that's the way you have to manage your, your, your organization. They want to work on, in, in, sort of a, in a way that peers work together with each other. They want to be recognized for their own values and their own uh, contributions they make to society, which means that our future business leaders will have to be much more geared towards trying to influence people, trying to seduce people, trying to turn them a little bit around and trying to collaborate with them. This form of collaborative leadership that we now have been um, teaching our students over the last years, that we have been developing over the last years here at this business school, is actually probably 
much better geared towards that new society in which business will be acting as a sparring partner for government and for NGOs. And, and it will be much more socially integrated as well. But, but won't some business schools fall by the wayside? We began by saying it was recession. It had been tough times for a, a lot of people. I mean, you speak with an urgency. If you're going to adapt and change and survive, then it's an urgent need. I am convinced that we will see a rationalization of our sector, if you can call it that way. Um, the rapid rise of number of business schools of um, sometimes average quality has been uh, a characteristic of the last 10 years. We've seen many, many new business schools. And for, in a sense, for some universities, it was easy to do that. What do you need? A classroom, a few uh, breakout rooms, uh, a bit of pencil and paper and a computer system, and you could start a business school. Uh, those uh, universities or those initiatives that want on, uh, for it on the cheap uh, will probably have a lot of difficulties in the coming years. I strongly believe that the good business schools will survive, will turn around, will transform themselves. Uh, the leading business schools will definitely do that. But I also expect that in the second and third tier of business schools, we will see a lot of rationalization and a real shake-up. Is what you're offering to business leaders of the future, whether you're a would-be business leader or you have many successful, you have the best business brains in the globe flying in to, to give leadership seminars here, but, but are you offering them lifelong learning? Yes, we do. Uh, I, do I think we do three things. That is, first of all, I always say that our first task is creating a hunger for continuing learning. Uh, the people that leave the business school here, and I hope that our alumni really uh, do it, uh, but the people that leave this business school should actually commit themselves to a, life of to a life of learning, continuous learning, trying to enrich themselves with ideas, with new insights. Secondly, I think what we do also during our programs is give them the tools to do so, trying to help them to cope with this abundance of information, this overload of information that society is providing today. And I think we need to help our students to sift through uh, that, uh, as I said, ab abundance of information. And thirdly, we do offer quite a lot of continuing education. Continuing education which is rooted in our research, and that's the reason why we have these uh, two-day open enrollment programs that are really a reflection of the research that is going on within the business school, but actually in a larger sense within this university. Um, and then we are also very happy to collaborate with, um, with companies to come up with very creative new ways of bespoke programs. Um, uh, I think that's one of our strengths as a newcomer, as I said a little bit earlier, that is that we're not yet um, influenced by our traditions in uh, executive education or continuing education. Uh, we're not yet uh, set in our uh, habits and traditions. And when we work with companies, we still can come up with very creative new solutions. So it really will be a, a rounded school for business that you're offering in, in the future. It will be a package from cradle to grave. Um, from cradle to grave is maybe slightly exaggerated because I think that people uh, will want to learn other things than business. But yes, we will have a much broader portfolio of activities, a much broader portfolio of courses, um, plays, simulations, uh, whatever we, wa we use as, as pedagog pedagogical methods, uh, but we will have a much broader portfolio of activities. And do you think, Arnold, just finally, that people will be watching what Judge Business School is doing and emulating it? Because you put that creative thought 
into where the future of business schools lies. I'm convinced that other business schools like us are struggling today with experiments. Um, and I say struggling because with every experiment there will be a few that will be successful and a few that will be, fail. But I, uh, I am convinced that as the business school here within the, Cam the Cambridge University, we have a great opportunity to do a bit more of that uh, experimentation and innovation than some of our more established uh, colleagues in the market uh, can do. So yes, I do believe that we will create a few standards. We will not be the only ones, but we will create a few standards for what the school of business or school for business of the future is all about. Well, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Judge Business School podcast series today. I look forward to coming back and talking to you in 2010 about where all this innovation has led. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Looking forward to see you.